Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. Simon! Simon, look oh at this! Look, Simon! Oh my gosh! There Watch my oh my god! Six-pack coming, me? baby! That's what I got for you right there! My t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, we've been waiting, so Simon. Good. You can't say "Oh my God" to us. We've been waiting to speak oh. with you, man. Like, I am just I happy I made it back because I was out of town for a week and sick for I a heard. week. Yeah, and my first you interview back. In charge. What I did, I, I did, and I'm like, first interview back, I get to speak to Simon. Uh, but Abraham, so start good. us out here, man. Look, hey, what, hey Simon. Paul, can I can, can I start yeah. first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay, ahead. Okay. In in the pre. Like I was mowing the lawn, I was listening to your pre-analysis um, analysis of the season, <laughs> and uh, Randy, I think it was you. You go like, I can't. You made a cookie-related um, take on my game at the start, and I'm like, he has no idea what he's just said. Like it was so no, funny. No, wait, wait, wait. Do you, do you I, remember what said, I said? He said something like, "This guy's definitely going to get his hands in the cookie jar," or something like that. Do you, do like he's gonna yeah and I'm that like sounds I can't wait I can't wait to see how the cookie crumbles for Simon and I'm just like wow I can't wait to tell him at the end you you don't know what you just started because immediately after <sighs> this interview when I'm gonna like supposed to be editing it I'm going to instantly go and look it up okay that so drop be... it drop it in here now like drop it in this part right now <laughs> yeah hey yeah. look Simon it, it's oh man you played a fabulous season. That lent itself to so many storylines. I mean, you against George, George against you, just your scrappiness, man, just to survive, not to mention all the challenge wins. Congratulations on the challenge wins. Uh, winning a, a renting a vehicle, I mean, putting it in and just going through the whole tribal swap deal. Where was where was your mind at all this time when you were just oh. you were basically just clamoring from the bottom all the time yeah just the, the whole time it was it was crazy like i know it was a roller coaster but like it was it was huge like the highs were so high the lows were so low and like everything i tried just turned to ash um and it's like it's heartbreaking but god i was like resilient like i just i i kept turning up with a smile on my face and i love this game so much and you just have to like pick yourself up and just go at it again. It's like something, I tried something, it failed. And just like, you know what? Hey, 
like what else is gonna is gonna work for me um and and i mean that's all you can do you just like you, you try your best and you have fun with it because this is like you only get this experience once and if you don't make the most of it right there oh, yeah. in, in the moment like it, it will it, it will slide right past you and you'll never get that back so yeah and every other day in the game you could pick yourself up and go again I mean, man, it was, it was incredible. It was incredible to watch as a viewer because one of the hardest things to do in the game is work your way from the bottom. Like I, I think a lot of times, and you were never like in that goat position this season, but a lot of times people who are seen playing from the bottom can be perceived as goats. If they just mm. can't control the game, take like someone like King George. And I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about him, obviously. <laughs> But take King George, you know, someone who seems like he's dominating the game and leading every vote. I, you could make the argument it's just as hard, if not more difficult, to play with nobody than when you have, you know, four or five allies to to vote with you every single time. Did you ever feel like throughout this entire journey for you this time around, did you ever feel like you had a good voting strategy under your wing? Kind of, did you ever feel like you were in control of this game or was it kind of just scrapping from the bottom every single vote just trying to survive yeah the only um i was only really in, in control at the at the start and going from my my the last time i played in brainsby brawn like i needed the tribe voting unanimously like i just i didn't need a divide at the start that was really important to me um and that was like really the last time i was in control and then the only other time that i thought i had something is when I passed over the idol, which I actually had in my pocket when Sam came and asked me if that was something that I wanted to do. I was a step ahead. I wanted that to happen because otherwise I just would have flushed it, right? But I thought I might have been in control when that was handed over and then we can give it to, you know, Flick and save those heroes there. But it's when you are on the bottom, it is really tough because you don't have a long-term strategy. It has to go from day to day and almost a like a just not me next. Like, and I, I helped like, when I was in that position, um, I tried to emphasize that and make it more so known that I didn't have a lot of people around me. And as I kind of managed my threat level, it worked for me because I the focus shifted off me. And then I ended up halfway through merge as like a huge challenge threat with like, oh, yeah. you know, no moves under my belt. But then all of a sudden, like the jury is really supportive of me and I actually have a chance of winning this thing. Like that's a really unique position to be in. And um Look, it would have had to be one hell of a final, uh, hell of a pitch at final tribal council. And as much as I like try not to think about it too much anymore because it hurts me, like I was yeah. probably in with a crack and that's yeah. terrifying. You know what? You, you're you one of the players we saw a lot of emotional. I mean, some people go and, I, and that's that's me, that guy. Oh, that's that guy right there. Me. Um <laughs> We we don't see the emotion, that raw emotion. And when you when you won that tribal council where it was fire and you needed to win, you won. When you won the vehicle, you sowed so much emotion with it. Now, that's all the camera caught. What was happening behind the scenes? I mean, that's just like that's 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 me. Like I'm I love this game so much. And I am so in, like so invested. And like those really raw moments, like only those, those wins and stuff, like that's why I fought, fell in love with Survivor back in the day. Like watching watching Aussie like go on that tear. Um, was it uh was it Cook Island? Was it Cook Island? 
Yeah. I, I'm, I th- I'm I about so. to watch like, that season for the first time ever. So like, I might watch that one with y'all. Like, <laughs> okay. like watching yeah. that, that, that's what inspired me to, yeah, that's why I fell in love with the game as like a 10 year old. Like you, you fell, fall in love with the challenges, but then you like, um, then you come to like love like the strategy and the social side of it and the rest of what the um what survivor provides as a as a package as a whole um so yeah like that was just so raw and and emotional to me and that's like as a fan like that's my like that's that's i just wanted to be there and i was so happy to be there and how like some newbies like you didn't have the appreciation for what the experience is that they have right now and everyone says like, oh, they want to go back. They want to go back. Like they love to have their time again. It's like, but that was it. That was the time. Like you had to make the most of that while you when were there. Come back. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't rest on that. So it's just so in, so emotionally in, and that's just who I am. So, yeah. So Simon, I, I, I promise that I'm getting to some really positive <laughs> points that I have for you, but I do have to bring this up. So we saw at one point in the game, um, it's kind of when you got, everyone found out that the idol was not actually an idol, which just a small question before I ask my big question here, I do have to ask, you never suspected that it wasn't an idol. There was no paper or anything. I know you've probably answered this a ton, but never. Oh yeah. Randy, I I definitely suspected that there was something up like, you know, there was, it was enough to make me like, there are a couple of red flags there, but there was enough to make me go. This could go either way. Mm. Um, you know, no necklace, um, not being on a necklace, not having a, um, a the note was probably the big one. Um, and look, I, I definitely questioned it, but let's just say like the survivor gods helped push me, uh, you know, over the, <laughs> over the line and help remove any doubts that I may have had. Um, and once that was done, I was like, okay, sweet. Well, like, you know, why I don't have any reason to question this anymore. And once you have that information, then it's like, okay, well now I have to play my game around this and, it was incredible the impact that that had on my game thinking that i had protection from a fake idol you know then people trying to flush it then trying to you know win heroes over with it and then it all falling apart like from day six through to merge that dictated my entire game and like you you can't script that like that was just huge how that kind of happened and you know it's crazy that that didn't end up getting flushed in the early game and it just it just changed so much for me. After that got blown up in proportion about everyone finding out it's it's not a real idol. I really felt for you at the time because I'm like, yeah. you're over there. You're like, I'm just as shocked as everyone else. You got King George making his comments. And I'm like, does seriously no one think that maybe he was tricked here? This is a game of trickery and <laughs> you know being deceitful and everything. So we saw this time that you looked like you were at the bottom of everyone's alliance. No one wanted to work with you. It looked like you were just down and out. We see everyone in their confessionals basically saying, Simon's the next to go. Simon's the next to go. Did you ever feel out there that you didn't have any friends on the island? Was it something that you felt back at camp? You felt lonely. I I remember back to Marianne for season 42 at times. She said, it's tough no one wanting to work mm. with you. It's really tough being out here and not having someone you can even trust a little bit. So did that ever was, affect you around that time? It, it was really hard and it does really like, it really does get to you. Um, I always had Haley. Like I'm, I'm always good friends with, with Haley. Oh. And so she was, she was always there, but she couldn't be seen talking to me. She couldn't be seen like, you know, including me in conversations. So I was like, I had, and, and Sean was always like, you know, great as well. Um, but like, it was just so hard when I was so isolated and alone and you know, people are running off and having conversations. Like 
I had some really dark days out there. Um, and it also affects your game because like you're only pulled in and you're only privileged to information when they want you to know information. Yeah. So even like, like when they come to you with, with a, a plan or something, you have to like absorb process and react right there and then you don't have a chance to go off think about it and come back because they're not going to talk to you again so it's like you're already on the back foot and then you just it just happens right there and then it's really tough to i don't know like just make something of it when you have nothing and no one's coming you know forward for you and like but after the whole cookie thing no no like everyone had a reason to doubt me so when even when I was doing something, there was always a cloud hanging over my head of doubt. Mm. And it, it is really tough because no one's taking you seriously. Misery is following me everywhere I go. And no one is, yeah, no one wants to work with you and just has a big question mark of you, over you. And I feel like to an extent that that wasn't my fault. So it no. was hard. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry you <laughs> had to go through that because it definitely was tough to watch. And I'm like, we can't blame Simon too much for this. Yeah. Now, hey, I came we, out. I came out the other side, and everyone's been really supportive, and I've had a great turnaround. So thank you for all the love. Like it's, it's yeah. been great on the same at the same time. Now there's two parts of Survivor. It's actually when you're going through it, playing the game, and then when you're watching it back on TV. So we know George was your arch nemesis this season. Oh. And Simon, I got to tell you, I met George in December at a charity event. I know you guys, you guys. You guys shared a room. Hey, and <laughs> he I'm serves like, us every time. Hey, you already know. Every hey, time. and I and I can't. It's, I can't know. We, we get it, man. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't roll with you, Simon. I was like, George is my guy. Now, I know he's your favorite. Yeah. Here's the thing, Tribal Council, LBJ. He be pulling y'all in. I don't know how y'all don't don't be like, no, I'm not answering that question. Do you feel like your response to the pawn question? could have been reframed um I, I i chose to double down at that time like because it needed to be um like george was in antagonizing me at the when we're standing on the poles and i was just like you know we're, we're people here just trying to do a challenge and do their best can we just like not engage this conversation right now when he's trying to get in my head um and i'm like you know what this this needs to be said in front of the jury they need to see how i'm saying it and like, mm. like I'm on the bottom. These guys are not moving. Subtlety has not worked for them. Like I need to like rattle the cage and bang on the door. It's not pretty. It's abrasive. It's, it doesn't come across like well, but the jury respects that so much. Like they are nodding and getting along and just like, finally someone is doing like doing something about this. And I could feel the positivity coming from them when I was like saying that. And like, yeah, I, I I doubled down at that point in time. And it's just like they, you know, just trying to get, you know, Joel, uh, sorry, Jerry, Matt or Liz to like wake up to themselves and being like, you know what, maybe I do need to run across the board and try like get something under my belt. Um, and, you know, it was just so frustrating because they were just so closed minded about that. And they were like the last 24 hours, 48 hours, they were, they were so smug in camp. Like it was never happening. Like it was so obvious. So it's like, I'm gone anyway. Like I am a dead duck. Like I have to, I have to try every last bit. And yeah, I went for it. So I don't regret it. I, we saw, and- I thought Nina was going. I, I'll say <laughs> editing has been great this season for her. Cause you never know who's going. Nina. Yeah. Nina was never going like that was, that was me. It was a miracle. I managed to get through that non limb um, mm. by, you know, by I was whispering to Matt. I shook Nina's hand to say good luck. 
um, you know, and and it just so happened that that was enough to spook George and then me whispering to Matt. I was, you know, I'm trying to get information about, I'm like, just, hey, tell me who to vote for. Like, tell me who to vote for. So at least come mm-hmm. be like, like I was always voting for Nina anyway, but like, just so he would like, just, just think I, I wanted to like work with him just so I could show him something. And it was just enough to spook him. And so like, you know, I almost made it to the final five. And then the, the first time something goes right for me, the Nonaline <laughs> drops in. It's like, yeah. that is just such a metaphor for, you know, what my game is right now. Now, Simon, I've been waiting to ask you this question because you are such a super fan of the show and you might be a little biased towards this season, obviously, but I'm kind of torn when it comes to this season. On one hand, I think is it is up there for one of the greatest Survivor seasons in general of all time. The storytelling has been incredible. The entire cast has been incredible. On the other hand, we mentioned pawns in the game. And there's been an argument about this season about George is obviously, from what we see as a viewer, and we don't know all that's going on out there, but he is obviously the leading the game of who might win if they make it to the finale. And we just continue to see people not make that move. We continue continue to see people jump to George's side and, you know, work with George. Exactly. So that's the only thing that I'm like, is this a top season where the gameplay is top notch? And we've seen some incredible gameplay so far. Or does it get hindered a little bit? by the fact that no one seems like they're willing to make this move against the guy who outright from what we see, if he makes it to the final two, he is winning the game and everybody should know this. So I look, I think to sum that up, like it, it does take the shine off the, off, off the gameplay, but because it, because it all has been so exciting the whole way through, mm-hmm. what you can't take away is that how impressive that is for George to actually put himself in that position and to thread the needle like that. Like, full credit like where credit's due he has played one of the best strategic games of survivor that we've ever seen like it's so impressive to to see that and then to go head to head with that was just just something else so i don't think you can let you know the the fact that he surrounded himself with three newbies who kind of keep running back to him with information after he's like crossed them multiple times like it takes the shine off maybe the excitement from the last little bit but like God, it's like, it's set him up so well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's going to be a really interesting coming into the end of it. Like now sitting on the jury, it's like George plays an amazing strategic game. His jury management hasn't been great. Can anyone stand on their own two feet and actually differentiate their game from George? Because Mm -hmm. I'm on the outs. I've been on the outs the whole time. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen the inner workings of this. And from the outside, like, I mean, George gets up there, and George makes it to the final, I reckon he could pitch and not even talk about a single move that he's done because we all know, we've all seen it. Like, <laughs> yeah. It has happened in front of our eyes. Like, talk to me about something else because, like, I know you've just played the best game. I was there. I saw it all happen. Like, he wouldn't not even need to mention it, but, like, mention, you know, mention, like, the jury management, that's going to be the big thing there and the differentiation from here for, for me as a juror. Now, Simon, you played twice now. What What do you take away from this experience the second time? I came, I had some unfinished business to come back and I came to leave my mark on this game. I came to, I, I didn't want to ever be a double pre-merger, two-time pre-merger. So I I just came to to play hard, to get involved, to, you know, do what I did last time and to be passionate, wear my heart on my sleeve and just be the fan that got their shot 
and just make the most of that experience. And I really feel like I've taken so much more from this game, so much more than I ever could have imagined. And it's been so special. It's been so special for me to be like, yeah, the the, the fan that got that shot. And to be, I just felt like I owed it to anyone who's ever, ever applied, to anyone who watches it from the couch, to make the most of being in that moment there and to never give up because like, you can't take that opportunity for granted. And if you do it after the fact, it's it's too late. Like that's gone. Like be there, be present. And I, I did that. Well, uh, well. I, before we wrap up, I know uh, I want to tell you personally, one, you played a, you played a hell of a game. Mm. Hell of a Thanks, game. Thanks, man. From the Thank challenges. You. I mean, I don't think the storyline would have been as exciting if you weren't a part of it. And we know that everybody man. eventually gets voted out, but you were a part of a great storyline for this season. I truly enjoy just watching you, your emotions, how you played. You generally enjoyed the experience and had a good time. I got, oh, I got one. We got time for one more question, and this is how we always end. But before we get to the question that we know is coming up, I have to ask: earlier on in the season, you know, people were so hard about the the idol and everything. What's been the fan reaction? You know, when people see you out in the streets and stuff, because, you know, you became a fan favorite and then I'll wrap it all into one so we can wrap up here. I'm not going to ask, would you play again? I'm going to say, when will you play again? How, how long do you need before you go back out there? The, the fan reaction has been great. Like it's been so good to get that support and to have you know people, people on my side and to see me, to see my game and to see what I stand for and how, that shone through the the edit at times. So I'm so grateful for that. Um, yeah, it's been it's been overwhelming. And look, we went through a lot to get there collectively together. So to everyone who's been in my corner, including my mom, my poor mom, it's been, like, it's just been up and down. Like I, I'm so grateful. Um, yeah, just crazy ride to get there. And look, mate, uh, yeah, to end like you know when. Oh, I need a break. I need some time. Okay. It's been twice. In, yeah. It's been twice in two years, and it's been it's been a lot. Um, but I've got some, you know, some very, um, you know, some other things I need to focus on in my life and finish my apprenticeship and stuff like that. And, but, you know, I love this game and, yeah. you know, I, when the, when the phone rings and the time is right. <laughs> are there, are there any hats in stock before I actually let you go? Are there hat? do we have hats in stock? They are, they are coming, but they are like very limited. So like <laughs> by the time this might be edited, they might like all be out. <laughs> I but was going to say. The US fans have been awesome. Like it's been epic. And I know the shipping's say, been a little expensive, but thank you, everyone. Yeah, no, thank you so much, Simon. We'll put the link in the description if he still has some hats available. Oh, Definitely sick. go pick those up. I got to get me one, it, one of these last minute stocks. But Simon, again, like Abraham said, it was incredible watching you play. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. And we'd love to sit down and talk longer sometime. Oh, I love that too. And and thank you, Randy and Abraham, for your investment in Australian Survivor. Like, you know, we all love this game so much. And it's mm -hmm. amazing that we can, you know, that you guys see what magic is happening down here in, in oh, Oz. Yeah. It's been really cool. So yeah, thank you for all the love. I appreciate it. Oh, hey, yeah, have a good day. Man. Yep. Catch you next time. See you later. Bye.